Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. Because it was a cup game at the weekend, of course, it means there were, there were a lot of dodgy channels that people couldn't watch. So I wanted a couple of guests in who were at the game. And I've got Craig Clark in again and James Hunter from the Evening Chronicle as well. You're going to have to fill me in, guys, from start to finish on the Arsenal game. It's a good job we'll have Swansea to talk about today as well. Oh, yeah. Fills the show a little yeah, bit more. Definitely. People listening are going to think we're desperate. We say something like that every week, don't we? <laughs> talk about how we can fill the show and stuff. It's not great. Somebody else talk now. Just too much happening. Too much happening. <laughs> yeah, it's all go, isn't it? <laughs> We thought Sam would make changes. Are we surprised um, at the strength of the team he put out still? Because it was still quite competitive, I guess, mm. on, in, in theory. I think it was more surprising just seeing someone like Danny Graham plugging away on the wing than, than anything. Is it surprising anymore? Because we've, we've, we've seen it a couple of times. From the start, though. Mm. Through the middle, maybe. I mean, not that I particularly want to say that, but it's more understandable than out, out wide. I, I didn't really have many complaints with the team. I don't know about you, James. But No, I mean, I expected changes. Sam had trailed that there'd be, that there'd be changes. Um, to be honest, if anything, it was a stronger side than I expected. I expected, um, you know, uh, right up to, to the point when Sam said that uh, Jordan Pickford would be the only debutant. I thought he might throw in, you know, an extra one or two, maybe a, you know, a, a Tom Beadling or a Tommy Robson or somebody. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that didn't happen. But, but I thought maybe Karis Mavrias uh, would have been in that starting eleven. Um, I actually had a dream that he was going to score, do a one-two, cut him <laughs> from the left, and find the bottom corner. And I got even see in the dream like the Emirates everything. But you know what the funny thing is, it didn't happen. It was after the game. <laughs> after the game. Uh, weirdly enough, I had a dream last night that we played them in a replay that occurred immediately after, <laughs> yeah. and they we won 4-1, so and a load so of youngsters scored. I know it was weird. Like it was very strange. Everybody dream. just gets to the coach and goes up. No, I think like, the dreams were more interesting than the reality. No, it wasn't a bad performance, well, actually, well, joking aside. Like, I think was, most people now would, would, listening to this would have the one question um, about the performance of one individual player in the game. Do you know where I'm going with this? Danny Graham? No. no. Do, I assume you mean uh, Pickford, yeah? Mm, well, also, I didn't actually. But <laughs> no? I mean, no. anybody guess what you, Stephen is talking about? Jermaine Lentz. Came, oh, scored right, the goal. Okay. This okay. is a player who we've criticised freely, of course. Um, not for his ability, but... Mm. For his attitude, work rate, um, being told the player in that position suited him. Took his goal well, certainly. Yeah, he looked good as as a number ten. I think uh, you know he's the biggest problem for Jeremy, both under under Dick Advocat and uh, and um, and you know since Sam Sam has arrived, the biggest problem is he doesn't track back. It's something that's not expected so much uh, in the leagues where where he's played before it is expected here in, in the Premier League and did he, he rectify he, that though the weekend not, no because he, because, <laughs> because he played in the number 10 role okay. which meant he didn't have to so they played to his strengths so I think that was that was quite good I think if you've got a player that uh, um, you know that, that has the ability and the creativity of, of Jeremy Lenz and if he doesn't track back if you can't get him to track back then find a way to fit him into the so team he where he doesn't need to if he doesn't have to track back in that in that system, can we just sort of? Can you just explain to me how it was working then? Who was a midfield? Who was up front? How did it all tie together? Because if you can find a because generally even a number ten has to drop back occasionally, make it into a midfield three. I'm guessing of course it wasn't quite like that. Well, it? there's something strange about playing Arsenal, isn't there? Because that's twice Tyvenen's played in a deeper position against them, and he was better the first time than he was this weekend. But 
They're a funny side. Arsenal are obviously very good, potentially, arguably, favourites for the title. And yet, you always fancy yourself against them. And even with a team that was stronger than perhaps we expected, it was still, you know, Toivon in central midfield, Danny Graham on the yeah. wing. It's not a strong team, is it? It's not great, no. But we still competed, and it wasn't really until he took John O'Shea off for Billy Jones that yeah. it sort of fell apart. And it, it did feel almost like he'd thrown the game a tiny bit when I mean, he made the, that the, change. The, the, the back line for Arsenal's third goal was... was Hand over your eyes. What, that, that's what I mean. You know, like, and I'm, I'm not saying it's deliberate. I mean, it was diagonal, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the back you know. line. I, 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 I take your point, but um, I mean, John O'Shea came off um, because he, he had a calf problem. Uh, and, definitely, and, yeah. and, and he's, he's doubtful. So he, it, it certainly wasn't. Uh, you know, it wasn't a change made out of choice. No, um, no. You know, he was forced in, in, into doing it. You could argue maybe then he could have played Tom Beadling. Um, but again, you're asking a lot of throwing a, a young a young lad in straight into that game against Arsenal. Um, as a substitute, 25 minutes from the end. But I think um, that the thing with Arsenal is, you've, you'll, they'll always give you a chance. Arsenal, the, you know that they are on on their day, probably the best team in, in the Premier League at the moment, um, all told. But you always get a chance against them, as, as Sunderland proved. You know when uh, German Lane's, um, you know Rob Lauren Casoni. Um, there's, there's always that, that half half chance and, and really as much as you say about Billy Jones coming on uh, as a substitute being being the moment that things changed I think it was just as much Aaron Ramsey coming on I was just going to say there's a big difference wasn't there yeah. like Jones comes on for us <laughs> and it feels like he's coming on at centre back he's not just on at centre back it's next to Sebastian Quattes mm. and then on top of that yeah. they can bring on someone like Ramsey that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking he, not only does he score, he's, yeah. he's just a top-class performer. And they started with a midfield of, obviously, it was Chambers and... And Iwobi and... Um, uh, Chamberlain was in there, uh, is that right? Chamberlain, Oxlade, Chamberlain. Middle, yeah. yeah and so that's not really a proper midfield yeah. from their, by their very yeah. high standards. <clears throat> but then they've got on the bench... They've got Arteta, Arteta yeah. and, um, <laughs> and uh, Ramsey to, to bring on, which so we, bad. We, yeah, we go from this experienced yeah. centre-back captain... Yeah. To a fullback playing out of position, they go from playing a couple of players out of position, arguably, and then throwing on two yeah. sort of experts in the field, so to speak, and, and that's the moment, isn't it? Because I think we, we, we debate about whether we should be playing three at the back, but we, we're going to struggle to get two centre halves out at the moment. He's just brought somebody in, obviously. We don't know yeah. how fast he's going to get to speed. A little yeah. bit quicker yeah. than originally planned, I would yeah. guess now. Although Sam, Sam was suggesting today that it's unlikely that. Uh, Kirchhoff will, will play um, down at Swansea. Um, I think he just needs a little bit more mm. more time than than that. I mean, he is eligible. He's he's registered. He's got his international clearance now. Um, you know, he he could play at Swansea, but I don't think the plan is to throw him in um, at this stage. So I think you're probably looking at Quetters and, and Brown. It doesn't exactly fill you with confidence, but then again, Brown has shown he can still. Do it, mm. yeah. And he said, of course, he's had a week oh. off as well, weekend off. True. But I mean, getting back to the Jermaine Lens thing. Sorry, then, I know that was a bit we, of a tangent. We, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> do, do we? Do the listeners like tangents? I'm sure. Um, do, do we have an issue now then with Jermaine Lens, where you think you look at that as a performance and you think, okay, we, we suddenly need to start getting somebody like this in our team. But if he's limited to where he can play for Sunderland, you've already got Jermaine Defoe, who we question how he can mm. play up front. It's trying to get all these attacking players into the same side. It's not what we really expected when, when Allardyce came in. He was he was supposed to sort this out. Now I'm not saying it's his problem that, that he can't. He, you know he's only brought one 
person nearly two in in the transfer window up and now. Well, it but continues to it's, highlight... It's still very jagged, isn't it? Well, it, it continues to highlight what was wrong with the squad yeah. at the end of the summer. That's probably how I was trying to articulate a creative yeah. words just wouldn't come uh, out. Well, it's nothing new It's there, not. It's it? certainly uh, not. I'm not. waiting for you to imp- pronounce Ndoi. Yeah, that's maybe it'll come later. Well, his first name, I'm guessing it's not Dame. He hasn't been on the honours, New Year's honours. <laughs> oh, I'm guessing Dame, yeah. <coughs> away, away we go uh, again. Yeah, <laughs> off we go on a tangent. That's <laughs> fine. I, I don't know about anyone else, but Lens, I suppose if you play him then, as you say, James, you're kind of giving him a bit more licence. Okay, so then you're virtually just playing two central midfielders, yeah. two wide players. From, from, from my perspective, I'd like to see, in that case, Fletcher and Defoe together up front, because you're effectively playing a front two, yeah. right? you're losing that killer pass, but those two look so effective as a partnership, and we've not had much of a chance to see it again. Mm. I don't see how it's that much different from a four-four-two between Lentz and Defoe or Lentz and Fletcher as opposed to sort of Fletcher and Defoe. I don't know what anyone else thinks about the, that. They the, the kind of seem to, I think as far as, far as they can, I th- some seems to still want to use Jermaine Defoe as, as a lone striker, a lone mm-hmm. out-and-out striker. That seems to be what he's talking about. Um, I mean, that, that kind of works in a, in a sort of a four-two-three-one um, with... Um, with, with you know either Adam Johnson or Jeremy Lenz being mm. the, in the middle of that uh, three, just behind the striker, um, and I think that, that that's that's probably going to be the the big question. It's going to be Lenz or Johnson um, behind Defoe. That's <coughs> that seems to be the, the way to go. You can't fit them both in the team. You, you can only fit one of those two creative players in there. Um, you, uh, for me, I don't know about you guys, but. Mm. More than ever before this season, we seem to be talking about formations. At times, it's like a maths <laughs> lesson. You know, it's four two three ones and four three threes. Mm. You know, it seems that the formation has, has been picked over this season more than than any time I can remember. I think it's probably because Sam has come in and he he, he hasn't got a, a clear identity in place, has he? He's, he's tried with so many like, different things. Still... Well, when Poyd came in, yes, his first game mm. against Newcastle, he picked four four two. Very quickly after that, he moved on, didn't he? The three centre midfielders. We yeah. played in a certain way, and you could see that, couldn't you? Even the Canio, rigid four four two, but you understand, you understood what he wanted. I think with Allardyce, I'm not sure he knows himself yet. Well, because he's, he's like, well, I, I've, I keep banging it on about it. That the squad there, if he could come in and play his favoured system, if there was, even it meant in playing sort of an inferior player. He'd do it, but that just isn't there. That's, that ability to put that team out isn't there. So I think that's exactly why we're having this conversation, yeah. because the squad that was created in the summer is just imbalanced. There's just yeah. not a good mix of players. Whether I think there is some talent there, but they're all fighting to play in the same position. Yeah. And yeah. there's just not enough quality, not enough depth at the back. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, that's it's it. I mean, for him, there's, isn't there's, it? There's, there's two right backs with with Yedlin and um, and Billy Jones, Matthews and, as well, and, and Matthews. Okay, three, yeah. three. He's been out so injured so long, exactly. I've forgotten about him. So you got three right backs, and he's looking for another. Only one well, left back. Only one left back. Yet yeah, people are talking about about bringing another right back and, and not another <laughs> not another left back. You know, you know, there the seems it seems to be such an an, Im, an imbalance in there. It's uh, and it's not going to be sorted out. This month, let's no. be let's be let's be quite honest about it. You know, the, at the moment, Sunderland are, are back in the business of fighting fires. It's going to be it's going to be the summer before uh, they can actually set about really looking at the squad and and uh, and trying to balance things up properly. Okay, well, Craig touched on it there. It looks like one player is about to come in. Yes, yeah, he's going through the um, the process of um, being signed on here at the club at the moment. So uh, he'd um, hopefully get through all the tests that we. 
participate in and um, and come out the other end with a, a clean bill of health and, and get him signed up. And uh, one of the attractions is he, he performed very well for Hull City last year and scored twelve. Sorry, scored five goals in twelve games. Steve tells me we've seen those goals. We've watched them. Um, he's had a struggle in Turkey. It hasn't quite worked for him. And uh, this can happen when you play in different countries with different cultures. But certainly what he experienced last year in the Premier League means that he can hit the ground running. He proved that last year and hopefully can hit the ground running for us. OK, so we're saying Dom and Doy. Is that what we're going with? Happy with that, Craig? Oh, you brought you, it up. You go, go with whatever you want, Steve. No, well, yeah. come on, you've got to have an input. Uh, You're <laughs> going to criticise me for the way I might pronounce his name. Uh, to be honest, I'm still struggling with how you're supposed to pronounce Jan and Villa's name. Uh, everyone calls him Invia, but I'm not sure why people think it's Spanish. I'm not sure all this time <laughs> when, well, when, I, I, when I, Gareth uh, Barker's been pleading with the club to bring Endai back, and they've, they've, they've misunderstood him. They've got it all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. All I care about yeah. is I can spell yeah. it. I don't need to yeah. know how it's said. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to call him the new lad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then we're going to say, listening to that audio there, of course, mentioned Steve Bruce. You know, be afraid, be very afraid if Steve Bruce mm. is recommending players to Sunderland because you just imagine him putting the phone down and then having a great old laugh, can't you? Like an evil laugh. <laughs> he does love a striker, <laughs> doesn't he? So. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does indeed. Do any, can anybody really remember much about him last season at all? Yeah, I, I was down there, Jim, times, when yeah. we drew 1 1. I, yeah. I think he might have scored. I wasn't overly impressed, though, if I'm being honest. Uh, I seem to rem- I remember him being there. I remember him getting a few goals. Um, and at one point, it looked like he, he might get the goals that would keep Hull up, possibly at Sunderland's expense. I think expense. he went to, to Palace, and I think he scored a, one or two important Palace, goals. Or was, it, was it yeah. QPR? I seem to remember mm. him getting a goal or two. Um, but but the, you know the, the point is, um, I, I know you you make the, the point about um, you know. Uh, Steve Bruce and his recommendation, and uh, I know I know where you're coming from, and you, <laughs> your, t- your tongue's in, tongue's in, yes, in, in, in cheek, but, but Steve Bruce and Sam Allardyce are, are, are good good pals, uh, so I, I can't see uh, that Steve Bruce would um, <laughs> no. would sell him a dummy there, Main as neither. it were. <laughs> but it's good, it's good, isn't it? Somebody somebody actually mentioned on Twitter asked if we were going to bring the flat back, Craig. So I'll leave that with you. Well, to think of an episode, yeah. I forget Gareth back into the game. I'm when sure we could do something with that there. <laughs> Let's see what works out first. Yeah, well, the, th- the thing is, the, 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 the strange thing is, isn't it? We, we people are complaining about. It. I'm, I'm so far past the point now because of Sunderland's uh, recruitment in the last few years of, of, of deciding one way or another whether a signing's going to work or not. Because you have signings like Jack Rodwell coming for ten million quid, like Emmanuel Jackarini coming in for mm. six million quid, and you get all excited about it and they don't perform. You watch other sides often go out and sign players, and you think wouldn't be inspired mm. as that as a sign if I was a fan and then hit the ground running and do really well so you never know do you you had people like who was it in Newcastle who they had um, it, was, it was bloody rubbish and he's, he's scoring hat-ricks for them and stuff he was rubbish for them and he was yes. scoring hat-ricks for them Leon Best was oh it? him yes, yes. Oh, yeah. you, look, you look at somebody like that and you think yeah, come on a... and Lovrakans even oh, yeah. yeah the good that was another there, great pronunciation, by the way. Lovenkran. Lovenkran. Is there an N in that, is there? There is an N. It's not Lovren. He's, he's not some kind of weird mix-up between the Liverpool you, defender. Craig's, Craig's been ready to pounce on that one, hasn't he? Uh, sorry. Just because yeah. I went with the, the Dharma and Doi thing. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? Sometimes you just don't know, do you? No, of course not. Yeah, and particularly when, you, when you're bringing players in, um, like, for instance, Kirchhoff, who haven't played in the Premier League before, and, and you don't know how they're going to... Uh, you know how, how they're going to, to fit in. It is to, always to a degree a, a bit of a shot in, mm. in the dark. All you can do is, is hope that you, you, you know your judgment, uh, your, your, your judgment is is proved correct. And Bournemouth um, just went and paid ten million quid as well. Yeah, 
Half a beer, four beer. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, come on, we, oh, we, we can't do it, can we? It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even know the time, did anyone, to be honest? Sent a photo from Wolves. Is it oh, yes. Forby? A Forby, I think, yeah. 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 That's yeah. It. Um, I scored quite a lot of goals for Wolves, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. 10 he did. million quid he did. Expensive. from the championship. So, uh, That's what you get if you buy domestic. So this is a Not game. always, though. I mean, look at Deli Ali, he wasn't, wasn't a fortune himself. I mean, at least it's it's a loan signing, though, as well. So we know It's a gap. He's plugging a gap. But the interesting thing is talking again about formations is like is he just really in there as an alternative to Defoe is he someone he wants to play with Defoe does he like and what does it mean for the fact that we do actually have a lot of strikers at the club so does that mean someone's going to leave now I think Danny Graham's going to go don't we so if that happens then you, it makes sense doesn't it you yeah. bring him in yeah. Yeah. like for like but again that still leaves <clears> you with three strikers competing for one position with the likes of Watmore Lens who can all kind of do a job up there I'm still struggling to see the Master plan. Yeah. We're hoping that something's going to click, aren't yeah. we? You have all these attacking players. Yeah. Uh, luckily, what we do have, what other sides I think uh, around the bottom might not have, is, is the, the firm partnership in the, in the centre midfield there. We'll as long all, as it stays we'll fit. We'll cut them all on the V. As long as those guys yeah. are fit, then you do feel confident that the platforms and the foundations are there, at least, don't you? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's just a case of finding everything else to fit around that. Yeah. Well, I think, um, going back to what you're saying about Kirchhoff there, I think. In other positions, you can almost sort of think, yeah, bring in a loan in January from abroad, but central defence. Mm. As soon as you mentioned about Swansea, I'm thinking, ah, he can't be ready, but then you start thinking, when's he going to be ready? Yeah. Like, it yeah. seems like a really odd signing for January, that one. Because we kind of need someone now. Yeah. Um, I'm not, you can only go with what's available, mm. and he could turn out to be a fantastic player. It just it feels like he's not played a lot of football, and to get up to speed in this division, sort of, when do you, when do you blood him? Mm. And Doy makes more sense in that, shall we say, in that sort of context because he's played in the league before. And was he very much a plan mm. B then, Kirchkov? Um, I don't know about that. Corn, the just, corner move broke down, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, I mean the, the corner move. I mean I've seen again reports um, today saying that, that the corner move, you know, might be rekindled. But mm. having spoken to some, I can't see that happening. Um, there would have to be a big. Change of heart, shall we say, <laughs> um, for, for for that to happen. So I can't. I, uh, so I, th- I think Kirchhoff is, is is you know a good alternative. Possibly mm. what you what you're looking at there is you're looking at the difference between not um, Kirchhoff isn't as good as Corne. He was the second choice in that respect. But possibly you're looking at, at the him being a Plan B insofar as Kirchhoff hasn't been playing games and Corne has. Yeah. Um, so. You know, maybe if you wanted somebody to come in immediately and start mm. playing immediately, Corn is your man. If you want somebody that will be ready in two or three weeks, then possibly Kirchhoff. Hopefully, not as long as two or three weeks, but you know, within within a period of time, then then Kirchhoff. I mean, Kirchhoff's got plenty of quality. I mean, you don't get to play for Bayern Munich if you're yeah. if you're a mug. The only and he really went on Lorna was to, to Schalke. Yeah. So it's the only like question against him really is, far down the, the only question against him is his, his injury record. Um, and they just have to hope that they've got better luck with this guy than they did with uh, Jack Rodwell. OK, overriding opinions on the decision to move this game then. We're obviously, not the initial decision we've spoken about earlier on anyway, but now it's Swansea went and changed 10 of their first teamers. It, it hasn't left a, a very nice taste in the mouth, has it? No, I, I mean, Swansea have made the Premier League look like fools, and it's up to the question. The question is now, you know, what are the Premier League going to do about it? Nothing. The answer is they can't <laughs> do much about it. No. Um, all they can do is, uh, uh, you know, let their feelings be known that yeah. they've been made a fool of in public. I mean, um, we, 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 yeah, we um, ran into you in town today, and we had this conversation in town about you're saying you think now they should 
at least come out and acknowledge the fact yeah. that they've been done by this, and, and just and then that would calm people down a little yeah. bit. Wouldn't look, it? I mean, you know, I've, I've heard people saying, you know, should, you know, look, there's, 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 there's no action you can take. You can't fine. You can't uh, you can't take points away. Forget all that because it's it's just a nonsense. It won't happen. The, the game's been moved, and that's the end of it. But the one thing that the Premier League could do is is make a point that uh, that they know what's gone on here and they won't be fooled in this way by Swansea in the future. If ever there's a, a future request to move a game in similar circumstances, um, this will not go in their favour. Well, it's, it's Would you be happy with that, Just shooting yourself in, in, your, mm. in the foot, really, from their perspective. If that was yeah. something someone would come out and... And even if they didn't announce it, I suppose, it's just as long as there was an awareness that yeah. it won't be... Sort of well, for. I think that's what people are worried about because if this mm. is the Premier League you're talking about. Well, you don't know, you can't guarantee there's, there is an awareness there. Yeah. Fool me once, shame, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You know. <laughs> and well, was the Premier League the other masters of moving a fixture, such as the you know Sunderland have played at Crystal Palace on a Monday night two years in a row. Yeah. So they're they're fond of a, of a of a sort of bad fixture move anyway. So he's well, Allardyce on it. I think I've proven. Beyond any reasonable doubt now that I was right, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I don't. I'd like to hear an argument against what I've shown. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. said that we've been wrong by over this fixture, but we can't do anything about it. We have to get on with it in a professional manner. And uh, we, we hope that next time round some... Or the club doesn't suffer the misfortune we've suffered in this in this uh, in this week, but we have to deal with it. And what we have to do is make sure it doesn't affect us and go to Swansea first and foremost to get a result. What I am saying is that's even more critical now than before because the the time factor of recovery between Swansea and Tottenham is so short with the distance that we've had to travel over this week that it gives us less of a chance to get a result against Tottenham than it should have done. Very much still in the honeymoon period with Sam, so when he comes out and says, I think it's proven beyond doubt that I'm right, and we can laugh at that, can't we? <laughs> You've got to love that, haven't you? It's hard to disagree with him, really. It is, it, it is. <laughs> but you, you, you mentioned there in the Premier League, though, sometimes, and the alleged lack of self-awareness, alleged by me, uh, admittedly. <laughs> but then, you, you, then you, does Allardyce perhaps do himself any favours he comes out and says this? Because they, if they're going to be sort of stubborn about it, and he's been stubborn about it... I, think, I think Sam's been, uh, you know... Uh, 
pretty honest and upfront, but he hasn't uh, he hasn't been insulting of the the Premier League, unlike me that's just called them fools. But I don't mind <laughs> doing that. I'm entitled to. They can't they can't touch me. Um, they're going to hear this, you know, and they're yeah. going like, to move all of Sunderland's fixtures because of you. Uh, Richard Scudamore's a big listener to Wiseman. Yeah. So, um, well, I imagine here. sitting on his and Premier he, League throne. And if he isn't, he should be. Um, um, very true. <laughs> yeah, but, give uh, us some if you want. But no, I think that um, I, I don't think that. Uh, um, you know there'll be any any negative consequences from from Sam speaking his mind. I think I think that possibly um, you know it will just focus the Premier League on the fact yeah. that they've they've been done by uh, by Swansea. I don't look week. at Sam. Uh, I think any concerns of him speaking his mind are worry. Those concerns are, are long gone on. I think yeah. <laughs> that ship's well sailed, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? I think everyone knows what he's <laughs> like. Don't they? By now, really, he's uh, yeah. been around the block long enough. So. Yeah. Okay, well, he was asked about the Swansea game as well. For me, those games are always a no-lose game. You, you lose those fixtures, then, then where you have to make up those three points is against the bigger boys and some, and often the top boys. And while the club has achieved that recently over the last few years to escape relegation, it's not what you're going to have to rely on because sooner or later it's going to catch up with you. Um, so we've got to go out against Swansea as we did against Villa. Um, as we did against us, or get in front and then try and maintain our lead to an ultimate win. But if we can't win, make sure we don't lose and, and draw the game. So at the end, at the very least, Swansea are no farther ahead of us for points than, than they are today. Um, and if we can go away and win it, then it, then it will be alleviating our, our problems even more, picking three points up against somebody that's close to us. OK, we can see where Sam's coming from there, Jim. <coughs> we playing catch-up, so we... I understand the sentiment, don't lose the game. Uh, he said we can't go against the bigger teams and win those games, so we need to start winning. We do need to start putting wins on the board. Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, as a, as a basic bare minimum, that gap, that four-point gap between Sunderland and Swansea can't... Has to stay the same. Uh, ha- yeah, you can understand has, that, yeah. Ha- can't get any wider than it is is now after after the game on on Wednesday. It makes but, it sound huge when you put it like that. But, it, but it'd be much it'd be much nicer if it was if it was narrowed. Obviously, if uh, if if they could uh, narrow that gap, you know, beat beat Swansea. Um, you know, they could there'll just be a point plus goal difference be behind Swansea, um, and all of a sudden um, things look a lot rosier than they do before the Villa game when it was when the gap was seven points plus goal difference. Look at the positives here when we're thinking about the, the one position we, we've, we've mentioned now where we might be concerned about um, when you look at Sunderland is the, the centre-half position. Now, at least we know Swansea aren't going to go direct in the air and try and bombard mm. our penalty area with long balls, which would be a concern if you're playing against other sides. Well, funnily enough, just talking about, we've been talking about Arsenal and mm. was Swansea try and play their football that way and in some ways it seems to suit us. I mean, mm. obviously we've been battered by them in the past, but... This isn't a Swansea team that was doing so well under previous managers, no, is it? It's, it's Well, yeah, it's <laughs> nice, certainly from our perspective, especially because they're just hovering above us, and mm. you know, you don't want to put the put the hex on it or anything, but they aren't scoring a lot of goals this this season, and you've got a fancy like if you can put out like even Brown and Quatters to to sort of do well enough, because like you say, they're not they're not going to attack with pace through the middle. They, they might do from wide areas. But if we've got anything, it's a bit of pace at fullback. So, and it's making sure that I suppose Catmullen and Vieira control sort of Sigurdsson, who's not been the player he was a couple no. of seasons ago either. 
and it's making sure that that stays first, that this, way. If this you was know? his first season at Swansea, you, you wouldn't... You, you wouldn't have heard a peep no, about him, would no, you? No, no, the, Yeah, Shelby thing's interesting. As if there's a little bit of unrest there. Why does it seems so, doesn't it? So keen to let him go, and as if he wants away suddenly, because it was only a couple of months ago, he was he was in the England team, and people were saying, oh, this lad's crazy, only going one way. Well, I guess you got to bear in mind that, uh, you know... Swansea are a struggling side this year. Mm. This year, you know, there's a there's a, a chance that they could could be relegated. Um, you know, and and here they are in in January. They'll get more money if they sold him now mm. than if they had to sell him uh, in the summer. So That's remarkable. I think Swansea could be thinking like that. I mean, you'd, we talked only Swansea and Southampton get mentioned, and doesn't the, the chairman comes out as a huge England, and he comes mm. out and he says, uh, "I've already got the next manager planned when I make an appointment." So. This, 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 that's not the way this is reflecting at the moment, hmm. is it? It's interesting, isn't it, as well, that you talk about Chelsea and you talk about their situation. Obviously, Newcastle are one of those clubs that have been linked. I actually think you'd be quite a good fit for Newcastle. I think they could do with a player like that in midfield. But the other, obviously, is Palace, who are flying at the moment. You know, They're having a really good season. So that's, I think it's fascinating you saying that about Newcastle. I think if he, if he was to sign for Newcastle, look at Newcastle, then he plays four across midfield and you would have... Shelby, Vinaldum, Sissoko, that looks very exciting, but it's a little bit reckless in my opinion. Mm, I think Shelby's quite a good deep lying midfield player. I think he can rake a ball about in a way mm. that somebody like Colback or Teote can't. Not remind you sort of, 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 of sort of a, uh, a Johan Kabai type figure. That, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, mm. exactly that. Uh, yeah. Whether he's as good defensively as yeah. Kabai, I'm not sure, because Kabai's an excellent footballer. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have thought so no. personally. He's not a, well, he's not yeah, as yeah. good a footballer yeah. as Johan Kabai. But he's, he's in that. Same sort of. It's somebody, Arthur, because I think exactly. it's somebody we, we, we've needed here for, for years. Well, and obviously, kind of, I suppose, Mvia sort of offers you that, though. Yeah, a little, in, in a, a little sense. Bit, a little bit. I, I think Shelby's got more of an, a goal threat, an attacking threat. Perhaps, but he, he's a deep lion player still. I wouldn't have him sort of at the top of the mm. top of the midfield either. Um, I mean, for example, I wouldn't have a Catamol Mvia Shelby midfield. That does, doesn't ring true to me. But. And I'm not saying him going to Newcastle would transform their season by any means either, but I do think he has a, an element of a good fit. Now, I would prefer him not to go there, given they're also a rele- relegation rival. Mm. be an interesting midfielder Palace if he did play him alongside Kabai, though, because yeah. similar players, and if you've got two in there who can do that job yeah. together, that's quite potentially quite a formidable midfield, yeah. Yeah. Um, given they've got some other good players there as well. But they're not really a club we need to worry about at the <laughs> moment, are they? Not right now. No. <laughs> But then Newcastle they'll be, they'll obviously are in the market for a midfielder, and it makes sense yeah. to me. People are saying, oh, they need to shore up at the back, they need someone up front. Well, I think the main problem is that their midfield, yeah. it's a bit of a donut. There's, there's plenty of attacking players, mm. exactly, and yeah. then there's just these nothing players yeah. as well. They need someone with some purpose in there. But we've actually got a better midfield than them now. But it does leave Swansea in a funny position, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. More to the point. Like, mm-hmm. Sigurdsson, as we've said, without putting the kiss of death on it, he's not performed in the way that they would have hoped coming back. I think one of the criticisms you could have had of him, even when he was in a purple patch, was he's not very quick. He's a bit of a sort of Kevin Nolan type without the without the nasty streak, mm. and I think that lets him down a bit. Who else have they really got in there? Jack Cork is he still there? Was yeah, he? Well, he, he, he played, played the weekend. He, he, he was he's the he's one that wasn't a change. Yeah, he's he's a tidy player, isn't he? But yeah. Key, Sung Young, obviously. Ta- oh, well. Key, of course. Yeah. I forgot about Key. How can you forget about Key? Come on. Your big thing with with Swansea is you know that they sold their the best striker yeah, uh, in Wilfred Bunny and, and guess Gomez, what and guess what yeah. they're struggling to score goals Gomez never, never guess you know who would have thunk it exactly he, he, <laughs> look, he looks 
like he was going to be the ideal replacement at the beginning of the season, and then that just suddenly stopped it. Well, he, he certainly didn't last season when he did play instead of Bonnie. I thought he was at first, awful. and then he finished yeah, the he season did, strongly, come, and then he started this season strongly. So everybody was saying, "Oh, he just needed time to yeah. adapt to English football and everything." Yeah, but of course, he's gone back to the goal must decide now. Well, he's obviously one of those players who, which you get at the bottom of the table, who is a bit of a form player, mm. and maybe mentally he's not quite as strong as. Hat rig on Wednesday. Then. Well, yeah, him and Sigurdsson will both score now. Cause <laughs> and, and don't forget, at the start of the season, you know, Jefferson Montero started the season mm, like did, a train, yeah. uh, and then he went really, really quiet. Uh, so he's another one. Um, then you think they let Nathan Dyer go out on loan to a team yeah, who were in the top four at the moment. And I've, I've always liked Nathan, mm, Nathan Dyer, you know, pace, and, and he, he always caused Sunderland problems. They probably jumped the, gu- the, jump the gun a little bit there, didn't they? Because they were playing so well. well this but is it's, the- it's just remarkable, the whole thing. Because, I, I, again, I mean, me and James had a lengthy chat in town mm. earlier about all this stuff, uh, just to go over it again. And there's always a concern when, when a side promote a coach to take over till the mm. end of the season. Because it, historically, now I know they're all different, they're not all different individuals, and you can't just generalise the whole thing. But Curtis is quite an age now. Mm. Why you think he isn't a manager for a reason? He That's didn't seem to really want it either. He doesn't. He said he doesn't want it permanently. It's, I, it's very much like Ricky Sabrega. Well, I think it's, it's, it's very similar. Well, it definitely feels yeah. like a bit like John Carver, except he had a slightly different mentality. <laughs> but <laughs> he wanted to be a manager. Yeah. That's the yeah. difference. Whereas Ricky Sabrega was, you know, he didn't was, want was, it, a, rel- was a reluctant yeah. Yeah. to step in. Yeah. He did it. He did. He did a job. By the skin, he, of, his, and he by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, yeah. but that will that'll do. I tell you, I tell you yeah. what, if Sam Allardyce keeps Sunderland up by the skin of the teeth, that'll do. I mean, from their perspective, yeah. You know, but yeah, it's it's always a change the dynamic because you've always got or the idea is you have a, a manager and then you have a, a number two or assistant or a head coach or whatever you want to call it um, as, as your link man between the dressing room and the manager and once that number two person steps up to become the manager then it changes it changes the dynamic you know the man that was pally with the players suddenly mm. has to become a bit more distant and and it changes things a bit and it might jeopardise his future at the club for them mm. in the longer yeah. run. Because it, it's, it's trying yeah. to get the relationship back, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's and Terry O'Connor's and the one at Wolves, where you look at that, and that yeah. make, of course, I, you know, people here know I don't rate Mick McCarthy particularly at the top level. No. I rate him very much in the championship level. Yeah. At the top level, but I mean, he, that was just a disaster for him. There's, there's been it? a few examples. It's happened uh, a and few Chris different Ramsey clubs. As well. yeah. Chris Ramsey in, uh, mm. at QPR, yeah, yeah. And he went from a number two and then he became... The manager. We're just trying to then, make ourselves feel better on. Then he got eased out. We're now he's the director of a football figure. And you think, well, how does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's his qualification? Yeah. Yeah. Are you just looking to yeah. try and keep him around? And yeah. it, it isn't though. I think there's a, there's a key thing when we're talking about going back to Nathan Dyer, and what something you said. Like, it isn't always just about the quality of player. It's about the character. Mm. Now, I don't know anything about the character of the players that they do have there. But there's definitely something in Shelby. I mean, I know it's just one clip, and, you, and you're loath to read too much into it. But there's a moment at the end of that Oxford game where there's this like sort of the gift what, um, vine going around where he's like, literally just standing, looking at this yeah. th- them, and it, and he's and he's not in the team, and he is a good player. So you think, well, what's going on there? Is he a bit of a bad egg? Or mm. and and then you think, well, you know, just because on paper, say Montero and Ayu and these players are better than Nathan Dyer. Maybe Nathan Dyer had a better relationship with some of the other players there, and the more you sell players and you erode those relationships, mm. football isn't just about individuals; it's about partnerships and and all that. And sometimes you can have a very good player. I mean, we've seen it at Sunderland so often, you know. But if the, 
the, the partnerships are broken up, and it isn't just two centre backs together. It's partnerships all over the pitch, and something's going wrong there. And it's, even it, if the Beatles, it's and, still and not. And they, and they got off to a great start, didn't they? When everybody was saying, "Oh, look, mm. they could be pushed for the mm. Champions League this year." Guy Monk was getting touted as the next England manager, yeah. and I, th- I, th- I think the fact. I would like to sort of look at the points difference when Allardyce got the job, mm. but the fact that's been eroded down to four points now speaks a lot on their behalf. Oh, yeah. I think, no yeah, doubt. You know, they're definitely uh, you know on a, on a downer at the moment, and uh, um, it's, it's, it, the big question is, is whether Sunderland can can exploit that. I mean, they did so against Aston, Aston Villa, um, and uh, you know Sunderland have beaten Aston Villa. Well, taken four points against Aston Villa this season, have beaten. Newcastle in the bottom three this season. Now you've got Swansea mm. just above uh, the the bottom three, and Sunderland drew against Swansea at right, the stadium. Yeah. You know, so so they they have actually picked up some points against the teams down at the bottom, which which might help them. You know, and in, in over the course, but they mm. need to carry on doing that. And does anybody think then, and uh, sort of have any suggestions which way we might shape up then when we look look at who might play? Uh, I think the. I think we certainly see Brown play with with Quatters, won't we? And the two central midfielders yeah, are obvious choices, assuming they're as of the full well. as of the fullback. So it's going to be what he does with the other players. Do isn't you think it? the fullbacks? I, I think it's Vito's playing. Obviously, we know, yeah. we yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's likely Jones and will be, in, it'll be the fullbacks. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's the after that. I mean, I think Defoe, you can't look beyond him. And then he, he didn't play at Arsenal, which suggests yeah. he hasn't. Lined up for this game, and I keep but it's s- who else comes in there? Well, isn't I, it? I keep saying it, and I, and I don't mean to be harsh on him, but I think what more really does need to come out of the team, I even if agree, it's just I for a agree. week or two, just mm. he's he's not affecting games in that. He works so hard, but he just he looks like no. the kind of player who'll look good for five minutes, and then that's fine if you've come on for the last fifteen. Yeah. But if you've got another eighty-five ahead of you and you've, mm. you're not, no, I agree. It's not I, working, I think I think he's at phase in his, in his career so. now. Yeah, where he's he's played enough Premier League football now yeah. to mm-hmm. understand what it's all yeah. about. Now go and work on the game. Because and come we on know, for fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah, we know, and terrify we know defenders. that he's very studious yeah. and stuff when mm. he watches the game. He speaks about it. He thinks about it. He might not be able to do that as much if he's playing. He's got to prepare no. himself for a game every week. It would be perfect time. He would have thought now. Okay, yeah. he's got enough minutes in the bag. Take him out. Just drop him out. Yeah, just so he can then just. Try and look at ways to improve his own game. I'll be as well. surprised if, if if Duncan starts at, at Swansea, um, but I'll also be surprised if he's not on the bench. So, well, I'd like him on the bench because yeah. I like, like I say, I do like that explosiveness he brings from the yeah. bench. And I, d- I think Barini will probably start. I think Johnson will come back in, and that means maybe it's just a question of whether Lens remains in that I central think role. I think as far as possible, you're going to look at about the same team as as, as Aston Villa. Mm. Um, you know, John O'Shea, not notwithstanding, um, mm. you know, he's not been ruled out. Yeah, no. Incidentally, but uh, you know he's, he's a doubt. But I think it'll be something pretty close to the Villa team. You can't you can't um, take Defoe out of the team um, after he scored the goals against Villa. Uh, Sam was singing his praises after that game. I, I know he rested him for the cup cup game. But I think but it was a very deliberate rest. And how important it, yeah. he is to to the to the league. He couldn't afford to take that risk with him. And I think it was the right decision as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know he's not a, he's not a young man anymore. Is he. In football, in terms, he's 33. Yeah. If he's going to be asked to lead the line on his own, which he's not used I'm glad to, he's doing. Had a football in terms. yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> in, ter- in football, in terms, when you're a player who's used to playing as pretty much a poacher off a off another striker, and you're going to be asked to do something slightly different, you still get the goals for us. So that's what we want. Yeah. It, it's harder work on your own. There's a lot of thankless. He had to work hard for those two goals, yeah. for example. So I think it was it was right to, to give him a chance to refresh himself. So if you talk about just maybe dropping Watmore out, which he might not do, 
But if he did, then I think it would probably be Rainey. And no, he well, he, oh, did he, I can't remember he played, didn't he, as well. So it's a, who would you bring? It's, it's a case of whether you continue with Lentz and mm. bring Johnson in, or to one mm, or the other, okay. plus yeah. somebody else on the wing. But I'm struggling to think of anyone who can play that position. Yeah. So what might win? What might possibly do is, is you know, is play play Johnson on the wing, mm. Lentz behind, mm. uh, yeah. behind default, and do it that way. But again, then you've got then you've got John, Johnson. Johnson. James, remember that shout. That's a good shout. Then you've one, got then you've got Lens and Johnson mm-hmm. in the team. You two attacking creative flair players that don't do a lot of tracking back, and that will be my only worry about going that way. Mm. But then again, I think, if Johnson, tra- I think oh. Johnson tries to track, but he's just not very physically strong. He's no. not very physically strong or important. You know, I suppose if the alternatives are to play, say Johnson wide, and then someone like Tyvonen doesn't exactly fill you full of hope, <laughs> does it? Not at the moment. Is any is anybody full full of hope? Does anybody think we we'll can go there and get a positive result? Don't say why not. Just for all the reasons we've said, it doesn't seem like a happy place to be. I'm not yeah. saying Sunderland is, but when the team's down you there, you think if we get an early goal, that could derail them somewhat. Yeah, yeah. Why not? There's nobody going to commit to anything more than that. It's it's really tough to call. You've just got to hope Allardyce with the nose he's got and stuff that he can pull something out of the bag. But I remember talking to like fans of clubs he's managed previously, and perhaps his away record isn't. Much to write home about, and that's maybe the one concern. I, don't, I, don't I mean, know. look when you look at uh, when when you look at uh, the situation going there, whose whose shoes would you rather be in? Forget the fact that, that Swansea've got that little points cushion. Mm. Swansea have just been, uh, you know, beaten by a League Two team in the FA Cup, admittedly with a much changed mm. team. Sunderland have, have just beaten Aston Villa, um, you know, to give themselves hope in the relegation battle, and then they've gone to Arsenal and played pretty well for seventy minutes and. Let's face it; it's no disaster that they're out of the FA Cup. You no. know, um, it's just about time we turn up one of these away games, these important ones. Yeah, it needs yeah. to happen eventually, yeah. or we will get relegated. Yeah. It's pretty much that simple because other teams. I mean, you know, sort of as we were playing Villa, I checked scores, and you, you see other teams winning. And like my dad was saying something like, "You know, you've you've just got to win win your own games and that as well." And I was like, "But we're both like sort of acknowledged, don't you, that it doesn't matter if everyone else keeps winning." Mm. And, Obviously, we do just have to keep winning, but it's so frustrating that yeah. we're not really making any ground. On, on the, yeah. It's only really Swansea at the moment <clears> to look within reach, and then if God forbid they do beat us, it suddenly looks like a long way out of that bottom three. Well, there's been it? some surprise results, <clears> haven't there, in, in December? That's what that's what's done done for Sunderland. Sunderland had a difficult December, and, and you know that was that was obvious when you looked at the, the fixtures they had with you know Man City and uh, Arsenal and Chelsea and what mm. have you and Liverpool. Um, you know, but uh, what you couldn't budget for was Newcastle beating mm. Spurs, and uh, you know the Norwich beat uh, Man United and Man Old Trafford, United, didn't they? Old yeah. Trafford, you know, to, uh, Bournemouth beating Chelsea and Manchester yeah. United. Um, Newcastle had another uh, good Liverpool as well, as well. at Liverpool. Yeah. Liverpool. I mean, you could Liverpool probably legislate Spurs. for that because you know Liverpool. You know. Yeah, but but but, <laughs> I'm just but, do, but do you know what I mean? The, yeah, I do. The, 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 I do. So, so not only did Sunderland lose the games that you probably expected them to lose, other teams won games you wouldn't have expected them Absolutely, to win. Yeah. So the only bad result in December for me was the was the Watford game at home, and even mm. uh, Watford are a team in good form, mm. but you would still look at that game. In Sunderland's think December, at least don't and, get and think, yeah. yeah, okay, right. Well, me and Michael Potter will be back in a couple of days, and we'll speak about the Swansea game. And then, who have we got Spurs after that? It doesn't That's get any easier, does hard it? One, yeah, it? yeah. We've we we're thinking we've got to get something Wednesday night. Hopefully, we can do. It. We'll be back Thursday to talk about it.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 